Our world continues to change and push us in ways we have not been challenged before. On this show, we talk about these challenges, how to be aware of them, face them, and overcome them in your life. This is David Waldus, creator of the Align Living System. And I'm Nick Musica, Align Living Coach. Welcome to the Align Living System Podcast. Welcome to the Aligned Living System Podcast. This is David here again with Nick Musica. And uh, our topic today is we're going to really be focusing on empaths. Uh, and and I, I think it's something that, you know, even if you're not identifying yourself as an empath, if you're listening to this, you probably have some level of that. And so um, try this on. You know, one of the things that as, as empaths, we... we have the capacity to feel and and it's probably controlled our lives. I know it's controlled my life a lot uh, and still have the temptation, even though I have the understanding of it because it's just such a strong feeling. And so, so here, here's what we're going to focus on today is the idea that, you know, through our, our empathic abilities, we often pick up on other people's stuff and it can feel very intuitive. It can feel almost like it has a magical quality to it. And because of that, it creates this feeling that we need to take action, like it was delivered to us in some way. But the truth is, it's just another sense that we have that we could sense it. And so we have an awareness of it. It didn't get delivered magically. God didn't come down and hand it to us and go, here's your mission, even though it may feel that way sometimes. And, and if we're going to contrast that by something we may hear, maybe somebody says something, maybe we overhear something, we used our physical ears in a very third dimensional way we generally don't feel the same responsibility to act on it. Or if we see something, we see somebody acting in a certain way, or, or we, we see somebody, you know, doing something that we know that they want something from us. We still stay very discerning. We go, you know, like, you know, if we're only interacting that way, we have a sense of, Oh, this is what they want. Do I want to give that to them? But when we feel it empathically, we tend to dissolve all of that. We go, Oh, there's a magical quality here. I need to do this. Um, and, and I'll share a story about something that happened to me recently, but, uh, that, that, uh, you know, I had my phone in my hand about ready to act and, uh, I didn't. Um, and you know, it was funny, actually I was with Nick who, uh, we'll hear from in just a second. And when that happened, then he helped me kind of remind myself of, of this very nature thing. So I thought it was kind of a cool topic for us today to dive into. So yeah. Welcome Nick. Cool. Cool. Thanks David. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, was, I, I was just, I was, I was just hearing you talk and I'm like, oh, so it, it's not obligation, it's information. hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. yeah and, that, so like, and that's it. Right. Yeah. So like, it, so just, just like something we hear or see <laughs> or, or smell. So imagine, imagine this, <laughs> imagine you're, you, you, you work in a downtown area and you're, uh, there's this wonderful bakery and every morning you walk by and you can smell the delicious treats. It's, it's information. You're not obligated to go there and buy uh, a croissant or whatever it may be every day of the week. That's not going to work out very quickly. Right, right. Right. And so yeah, it'll work out for the bakery, but not for you. Right. right and so right. the thing that's giving you the invitation that wants to offer something to you, if you're always, you know, taking their perspective uh, versus your own, it works out well for them. Right. Ultimately, often not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Great, funny. great analogy. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> but something we can definitely all relate to. And so, yeah, let me let me share the experience too. At least just the overview of it. Um, 
It, it, so there was a, there was a interaction I had with somebody who I've, I've been pretty good friends with that they kind of dropped the ball, right? Or they really dropped the ball. And it put me in a situation where, um, you know, it affected a lot of, of stuff for me and, and really kind of offset, you know, what I've been working on. And, and it really just turned into a huge pain in my butt. Um, and, you know, obviously they felt bad about it, but they, they did it anyways. And so, you know, I, I've been kind of processing that. And then uh, Nick and I were actually um, hanging out. We were getting ready to go somewhere. And I felt this feeling of like this dread, like it, it just hit me like, you know, like almost like when somebody's kind of like hysterically crying, like there's something really, really wrong. And, and I was out of town, right. I was in Westlake in um, California, Westlake village. And uh, so I was like, Oh shit, what's going on? Like there's something like serious happening. And so I, you know, tapped into my daughters at first and I was like, Oh, it's not them. And then I, you know, kind of scanned all the important people in my life. And I'm like, Oh, and then when I got to the person who, you know, had just taken this action that, you know, created a real disruption in my life, um, it was them. And I could up my feeling. I'm like, and I started to pick up my phone, like, oh, I should text them and make sure they're okay. And then I realized very quickly, I'm like, wow, you know what? Like, you know, it, it was funny. Nick and I were chatting about it too. I can't remember quite how that went down, but the idea of having this reference point to go and talk about this very thing. Like, here's an invitation, like somebody that's trying to draw you into their drama, who, who kind of wants to be let off the hook for their behavior. And so they're kind of directing this energetics and it feels like magic, like out of nowhere, I can feel this. There's something wrong. There's a, I'm feeling it in my own body. There must be this urgency. I need to go make sure they're okay. I need to help them resolve this. And then, you know, through our conversation, we stopped and we're like, this is just information. Exactly what we're talking about, right? Like they're upset. They're feeling bad about themselves and about the way they acted. And, and they want me to know it and feel it like they're directing that at me um, so that I can come and tell them it's okay. And my thought was, well, it's not okay. You know, and it's also not my job to resolve this for them. And so I just blocked out their energy and continued with my day. And maybe 20 minutes later, I felt another wave of it tried to come back in. Same kind of thing. I just blocked it out and continued with my day and didn't make it my problem. Like the old me would have texted immediately gone, oh my God, everything okay? I can feel something like blown and, and, and getting involved in something that, you know, was already a pain in my butt. And then I would have become a bigger pain in my butt. Um, so it was, it was really a fascinating experience. And I could just see how useful that is for those of us that are empathic that have that gift. And, you know, even if you don't feel like you could track, like, was it this person or this person, you know, that experience of, I can feel something happening, this invitation to get embedded in somebody else's drama or somebody else wanting you to share their responsibility and or let them off the hook or tell them it's okay or whatever it is. Um, it, you know, it's a very common empathic experience. Yeah. It's, it, it's, um, it's an invitation if you want it, or it's just information. You, you know, yeah. it, it, it seems like a really good idea just to continue to equate it to, um, sight smell mm -hmm. hearing right i mean the news you, you are you obligated to walk by the tv all the time and stop and watch mm -hmm. the news for 30 minutes mm -hmm. you're not going to feel good coming out of that yeah uh, yeah and she could it could have just as easily been and just as clear for me personally a text message that yeah. was like i'm really having a tough time right. i'm really suffering right. in this and i could have ignored like then i would have gone like like well I, i'd imagine so <laughs> right yeah. like i don't yeah. i don't feel a need to respond to the text message yeah. um but it, because of the 
magical type quality to it. Right. I, I think we tend to overvalue what we're picking up as totally. an urgent need for us to get involved versus it just being communication, just being information. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then once you're involved, like you're involved now, you're playing a role now in this story. Yeah. And, yeah. and did you make things better, worse? You certainly got involved. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then your energy's entangled in it too. Yeah. And yeah. so that, that ability to, to just, you know, just like if somebody said something to you and you go, do I want to involve myself in this or do I just walk away or do I, you know, have a quick interaction and then leave. But because of the depth of the information with empathy or true, true empathy, being empathic, um, you know, like instantly it feels personal. Instantly we feel involved and we need yeah. to be able to, recognize that, that that's just the sensation and it's not the truth. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, can we, can we dive into this a little bit more? Cause there's, so the information is going to come up regardless. Yeah. And yeah, if, yeah. and if my default is always to act, yep. the, the opposite don't act may not be right all the time either. Right, so there's, right. yeah, that's there's the, the discernment whole piece. Of, piece. Yeah. Solving the problem with the opposite problem. Right. right. The problem is me acting. So I just don't act. Right? right. And so like, those are the bookends that we've talked a lot about here before in that human nature to say, say, if we feel like, you know, this is what I don't want to do, then we we often think the solution is the opposite of it. But those are usually the range in which we could behave. And the answer is almost always somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right. So, so is there a best higher purpose consideration here? Is there a um, understanding how you contribute situation here? What, what, what are some of the guidelines folks can use to yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I yeah. get involved? Yeah. And, and here, here's the thing, too. I mean, this opens up a wider conversation, too, because if we're treating this like it was a text message or a voice mm -hmm. message that was left for us, an email, you know, or, you know, mm -hmm. something somebody says to us and now we're standing there, like, you know, what is our system for discerning how we're going to engage with that? Mm -hmm. And probably mm -hmm. as, as empaths, we may go, oh, I read the text message. I tapped right into feeling their sadness or their upsetness or their happiness, you know, whatever it is. And now all of a sudden, Again, we're embedded in it again, and it feels just as personal. And so this conversation we're having is actually at a, at a higher, you know, at a wider breadth because it's about any communication. And so if we're going to say, well, treat it like a text, treat it like an email, treat it like a voice message, great. Now check in with ourselves. What is it that I've done in the past? Have I tapped right in and gone like, oh, I can feel what's going on for them. I need to, I need to dive in with them and make this my problem too. Um, and, and so, and so that, that, that conversation, you know, I guess it brings right, that's right to the aligned living work of how do I hold my sovereignty? How do I hold my own alignment and then engage with this from a place of, you know, am I really being of service? And, and I, I think the moment that we get entangled in somebody else's drama with them, particularly acknowledging it, helping them kind of grip deeper onto it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, again, this is all about the specific situation, but as empaths, we often help stabilize the what's wrong by getting involved in it rather than, you know, holding a clear, higher vision and a, in a place of, of loving compassion that isn't us drawn into the emotions that the other person's feeling, but that's actually bringing the stabilized place that helps them work through it and work their way out of it. Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's interesting. We're thinking about this from a, even from a spiritual perspective, like when we think about, um, you know, a religious perspective, like, like, well, let me use Christianity, for example, like so many people call on Jesus a lot, right? And so, you know, you say, well, I'm not a Christian, but, 
you know, people call it Christ consciousness. People call on an energetic that says, I want this loving, comforting energy that's going to make me feel like everything's okay and it's going to help me through this. When that energy mm -hmm. shows mm -hmm. up for us, it doesn't, there's no part of that energy connected with Jesus, if that's how you see it, as that makes us feel like, oh, I feel so much better being here in this place. Like it, there's no, it doesn't make it more comfortable to be in our shitty situation or in our shitty place. It helps us feel uplifted. So we work our way out of it. It helps us feel uplifted so that we have hope so that we can hold a higher perspective and hold higher possibilities. And, and so, you know, this conversation just went from very simple to very complicated, but when we look at how we're showing up, can we stabilize ourselves in that higher place, which is what the aligned living work is about, so that when we do engage with people that are stuck inside a story, because that's really what it is, right? We've all been there. Something happened. We have a temporary feeling where we feel like, you know, we lose our sense of the big picture. We lose our sense of hope. We lose our sense of how to navigate it. We, you know, everything feels like it's wrong and not okay. But when we have somebody else that's there with us or another energy that's there with us that helps us stay in the bigger picture, we're able to navigate in a, in a beautiful way. And so I, I think that one of those first things we can ask ourselves is, am I getting drawn into the small thinking? Am I entering their little cave of there's something so wrong here, or I'm a victim, or I'm upset, or are we actually holding on to the bigger vision that helps the person work through it? And that level of support, I mean... As an empath, it's a very tricky thing to navigate. And, and again, that's where the aligned living work changed my whole experience with it, is I realized that when I hold my own alignment, it, it helps people immensely to, to, to work through and to stay in the bigger picture, not to get caught up in the, the narrative that everything's wrong and that their world's falling apart um, when they're having a negative experience, which is, we all know that one. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there, there could be a calling for for help, for service from that perspective, Night, right, next right action, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, or if, if that is not true, if that doesn't resonate, then, uh, and you don't do it out of alignment, don't do it out of service, you're, mm -hmm. in some cases, I think this is true, certainly, I don't know if all of them, but you're you're sort of being an enabler in, in some way. Yeah, like yeah, You're not yeah, helping yeah. the other person by taking their problem on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in, and in this case, it was, this person was feeling bad about their actions yeah. and, and the other people involved weren't going to let them off the hook. Right. And so as empaths, we're often the, the person that gets looked to, to be the one that's going to let somebody off the hook or to tell them it's okay to, to, to let them know that we, you know, that we're not upset when we are. It feels you know, very scapegoaty too. It's very scapegoaty. And and you know, I mean, think about this in, in your in our own lives, right? When we when we want compassion for something we've done or understanding, you know, whether it's you know, like we often look for the people that feel the most flexible, the people that are, mm. feel the most willing to go, yeah, well, it was pretty shitty, but I get it, I understand. And you know, like I know you're a good person, like what you know, whatever it is that they want to hear so that they can feel good about themselves rather than working through their own actions and behavior and, and, and um, you know, setting an intention for themselves about how they want to proceed forward, helping them to reflect on what works in their life and what doesn't, um, you, know, you know, like, like enabling, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and we're, as empaths, we're often the go-tos for that because we tend to be so compassionate. Yeah. Um, you know, even when somebody's done something shitty <laughs> to us, somehow we still find the compassion for them to make them feel okay about it which yeah. doesn't help them. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking <laughs> uh, years ago, I remember going out to to get lunch with with you and with a mutual friend. And 
you, you said something. I'm like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to think that way. Cause I like to punish myself. Um, <laughs> you're like, I, I like to think about how I'm going to feel after I eat something. And I'm like, but I don't mind eating way too much ice cream and feeling terrible later. I mean, I do, <laughs> but, but like, I really enjoy eating it in the moment. Yeah. And you're yeah. right. I feel, I feel like garbage afterwards. And that's just one random example. Right. Um, but I, I think that holds that modeling, that framework holds true here. If, if I were to ask, how am I going to feel about things later yeah. in, in yeah. an hour, in a day, in a week, what, yeah. what, what, yeah. what is that going to do for me? And, and it's not, it's not from a place of selfish. What am I getting out of this type of thing? But really like, what's, what's the point of it? What, what's the actual good that's going to come out of it? Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. And I mean, I think the whole point of this particular episode and this conversation is to invite people to question that impulsive feeling they feel to jump right in and, and take on whatever it is that, um, that is going on. Yeah. And, and, and as opposed to, you know, going, Oh, okay. Well, he, well, here's the invitation, mm. you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, how's this going to work out? Let me look at it from a bigger perspective. And even though, like, you know, I've been doing this work for years when I could feel that level of desperate, like it, it felt like the person was like hysterically crying, you know, it was yeah. like this trauma cry. And yeah. I was like, Oh shit, there is something so wrong. And I like, I felt it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like every part of me wanted to jump into action to help that person. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh, like this is like, there's some level of manipulation actually happening. Totally. I was just thinking um, that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and then, you know, through stopping, you know, not, not, not hitting the button that my finger was over the top of to send a text message, but to stop and, uh, you know, talk with you for a minute about it and go, well, shit. Yeah. This is exactly what's going on. I'm just going to step back. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to let them process this so they can resolve it. Like I'm, I feel like I'm actually helping them by not letting them off the hook, you know? It's... Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's equate this to like your, your working environment for folks who yeah. work, work with folks. Mm -hmm. Like here's, here's, I have a friend who's currently <laughs> going through something. This person and, I uh, know. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, and, and this individual is highly, uh, highly empathetic yeah. uh, empath. And, and here's the situation that shows up. There's someone mm -hmm. at, at a higher level mm -hmm. who doesn't want to, get into the muck but yep. wants a certain yep. result right and so and so they may have had a conversation or two and they didn't get what they wanted so they recruit the empath and make <laughs> them a, make them a soldier and the soldier's yep. like yes because not only am i empathetic but um but this is my cause this is yeah. why i'm yeah. here and now i feel like an attachment to it like I, this is mine it's personal yes and yeah. and this individual just empowered me yeah. to go do this thing yeah. yeah unless of course this individual is doing it because they didn't want to cause a problem yeah they didn't want to be the mess maker or the or the they, one who gets blamed for it yeah right they're more than willing to send you to the front line we know what happens when you send someone to the front line and yeah. they're just they're just in the background uh doing their thing waiting to hear the report yeah 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 absolutely keeping keeping their hands clean that's right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it is pretty amazing and and it, you know as we're talking about this, right. You may be going like, Oh shit. Like I can see this happening in my life and it doesn't feel good. Right. And, and, and here's the thing, like nobody's to blame. It's just the dynamics. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we mm -hmm. go, Oh, well, these are the dynamics. Now I'm armed with that and I can choose differently. Or we can go like, Oh, well that shithead. Like I just see, I see what they're doing now, you yeah. know, like, 
or do we just go, well, of course they're doing that. Like that is how humans operate. Right. And then, you know, it's, it's how empaths are often taken advantage of or utilized, you might say in a less uh, victim-y way. So do we go, well, well, shit, like, what if like now I can see how this gift, you know, has a potential cost. I can see how I can get set up so many ways with it. And so if I can honor that now, I actually, it gives me a way to use my gift in a so much more empowered way because empaths getting stuck in other people's shit, you know, dropping their own gender. It's something that's really important yeah. to them that we're working on. You know, it's like, how many times have you done that? Like, I know myself, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited about doing this. Oh, somebody has a problem that feels more urgent. I have to solve that. Yes. And, and probably right, right, right. now I'm so sideways. I can't even work on what I wanted to work on because I just absorbed all of their sideways stuff. So I might as well just go put all my energy into that. Um, and I just got hijacked as opposed yes. to having these clear boundaries. And, and here, here's the thing is that, of course, we don't have the clear boundaries because we don't have the tools. And so, mm. you know, even if you're, like I said, you know, we always talk about there's a lot of free tools. Of course, you can work with us with a group program or, you know, with the one-to-one -one stuff, but there's also free intros that would give you the basic tools to go, oh, now I can see how I can choose between, you know, the idea of being drawn into their stuff versus holding my own alignment. And before I didn't have that option. Yeah, it and wasn't so a choice. It wasn't yeah. a choice. Yeah. And so like I can't get upset with myself because, you know, that was just how my operating system worked. And so when I can restructure my operating system to give myself that choice, damn, like shit really changes fast. Yeah. Yeah. And people react differently to you. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred hundred percent. Then they know that you're not the person to tap on to go sacrifice yourself. Right. And that, you know, it's funny, like, I don't get asked that much anymore. Whereas mm -hmm. before I was the go-to, you mm -hmm. know, Hey, you know, we're looking for somebody who's willing to sacrifice themselves and go into this emotional mess and take that on as if it's their own when it's actually the other person's problem, but they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Are you willing? Like I'm already yeah. in it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I remember being put into this situation from a, uh, when I was at work once and I came back to report, I was the soldier who went to the front line and I went yeah. back to report. Good job. Did you get a medal? No, here's what I got. I got clarity. I got kicked right in the pants. I, I did. Uh, I assume and, a specific place in the pants. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Right in the. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and the response after I gave my report was, yeah, I sort of set you up for failure. And I was like, I am, I am, I'm shocked that that one you knew that going going to send me to the front. Yeah. Now you can lie. And also, more importantly. Holy shit. Did you just say that out loud? Like, <laughs> yeah, did you mean to say that? <laughs> uh, and and that was that was very informative, right? It was yeah, you couldn't get it any more clearer than that. But sometimes we don't get it. It's not as clear. People hold that manipulation tight because they're yeah, they're like, yeah. what's the next mission? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And so as you're walking away today, um, you know, I, I really encourage you to reflect on that, to go, you know, I feel that impulsiveness. I can feel what it feels like when somebody presents me with some emotional thing going on for them. I feel it in my body. It becomes mine just as, as much as it is theirs. And I get drawn into it and I take it on like it's my own. And I take in most cases, more responsibility for their stuff than they're willing to take for themselves. And what that generally creates is we help them solve it. We walk away. And as we're walking away, they're back creating the same mess somewhere else. You know, it's funny. I had this, this, uh, <laughs> I was working with a client the other day about something similar. And I said, you know, it's like, 
you're helping this person clean up and you're like, okay, you need a fresh start. And so you drive them to the city, you know, like a hundred miles away and you get them all established there. And then you get in your car and you leave them there all set up for success. And as you're turning your car, you're watching them walk to the bus station to get on the bus to go back to where you just took them from. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're like, ah, like, do you realize how much I just put into you? And they're like, yeah, my rubber band, it's hooked to back there. I'm just going to mm -hmm. go back there no matter how much energy you put in. I'm just going to go recreate it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, thank you for your effort. Uh, I feel loved. I feel supported. And I'm going to go create that same mess again. <laughs> Great visual, right? That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so for, for folks who are, who are in this, on mm -hmm. this hamster wheel, and they're going, yep. man, I would like to get off this hamster wheel. Yep. What, what, what do we have for them, David? What, what's available? Yeah, so, so there's the Intro to Aligned Living. Uh, it's like a quick video class. Um, I think yeah. it's three videos that takes you through the basics of this. Um, you, you know, there there is also, uh, we have a, a, a intro to my book, Insight, Influence, and Flow, where we, you know, right. I, I read three of the chapters and I t discuss it and give the background for it that helps us understand our, our energetic system uh, that's available. There. We'll put links to all these in the show notes. Um, cool. and, and, uh, you know, of course, like if you want, one of the things that I started offering is doing a single session with people, uh, and so that they can sign up, you know, it's, you know, at the time of, of this recording and airing, it's available. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of a discounted rate so they can come in and do one 90 minute session with me and, and help frame up, you know, a deeper understanding of, of them. And then that can lead into a, a 10 week group program or a 10 week one-to-one -one program if you're looking to be more committed. Um, but the, the, the idea is that like, we made a lot of this stuff free so that, yeah. you know, like we don't want there to be a financial barrier to you having these tools. Um, you know, if you want the deeper support, you know, obviously that's available as well, but if you're unsure, you can start with a, a single 90 minute session, or you can, uh, even just start with diving in with the, the free video class. Yeah. Yeah. And the most important thing is start working on that muscle. It, it's a, it's yeah. a new workout. Start working on it. Yeah. 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 Cause it's not going to happen if you don't like there's, there's nothing mm -hmm. intuitive about making that jump. Everything that's intuitive about it and natural about it is you getting re-embedded in other people's problems. Yeah. 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 Yep. Awesome. Great conversation. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week. Thanks folks. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. And if you did, please subscribe so you can catch the next episode. If you want to learn more about the Aligned Living System and how it could support you in your life, check out davidwaldus.com. <laughs>